Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the mightier 1090, taking it SoCal. Stepping up and in. Countdown to the Super Bowl is on, although people talking uh, about Trevor Bauer uh, right now, not $40 million that he's going to get. Hell of a deal uh, that Trevor Bauer got from the Los Angeles Dodgers, who basically, you know, I'm not going to say they didn't have a choice, uh, but if they want to win a division again, if they want to um, win the World Series again, even though they have David Price coming back, you know, bringing, bringing Trevor Bauer in, not just to, to help your own team, but to keep him away from your, your, your rivals. What a week for the New York Mets, huh? What a, what a couple of weeks for the Mets. What a couple of weeks uh, for the Mets. So uh, we had their, they hire a general manager who turns out um, um, sends pictures of his junk to, uh, to, to uh, people unsolicited, I might add. So that seems like a year ago, doesn't it? So you remember that? So he got uh, he got canned for sending pictures of his junk, um, sending pictures of uh, you know meet the little Mister Mister Met, so to speak, meet the Mets. Then the, their last manager, one of their last managers, <laughs> turns out like he's like he's sexually harassing people. Their owner gets in get involved in that GameStop stuff, lost like a billion dollars or whatever in the GameStop scandal, um, and. Um, and got into it with people on Twitter, gets off of Twitter. Then it appears like Trevor Bauer's going to sign with the Mets. The guy's like giving away autographed Met hats. It's kind of a troll-ass move, to be honest. And it's something that people in New York will not forget. Trust me, people, uh, New Yorkers have long memories, all right? Trevor Bauer's going to be have to be, uh, better be uh, get ready to dodge some Duracells uh, when there's fans back at uh, Flushing Meadows. But uh, that's another story. So uh, we're firing away with the Super Bowl. We just put in Byron Pringle here. And Pringle's a guy that's going to uh, fly under the right. People right now are Pringles. You're thinking, yeah, yeah, what, the chip? Going to get some chips for the game? Turns out guacamole is the most popular popular uh, food of choice. i got to be honest, I'm not a big Super Bowl eater. You know what I mean? I've ordered pizzas and stuff like that, but I'm pretty stressed about the game. Or... At times, I'm just like obliterated and hammered and I'm stressed about the game, but I don't care about your chicken wings. I care about my parlay. <laughs> the late night anger man's request continues, bring it. We are the first 24-hour network giving you the most extensive fantasy sports and odds coverage of all major sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
As you continue listening to Sports Grid, ask yourself and be honest. Am I listening? Enough. Probably not. 16 hours a day. That's all we ask. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Late Night Anger Management Class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down. Friday night, uh, Freak Show, Sirius XM Channel 204, Mightier 1090, SoCal, San Diego, Los Angeles. We're going to be going head-to-head this year. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, as a Dodger fan, I'm happy for the signing. It's not my money, right? I don't care. But it's crazy. It's crazy when you consider that um, Trevor Bauer is going to make more money uh, this year than the um, the combined payrolls, the combined payrolls of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Baltimore Orioles, and Cleveland Indians. And people wonder why there's labor issues in Major League Baseball. So these guys, even without fans, they brought in like, you know, $9 billion, right? They basically still bring in you know, that much money. And these teams in the year 2021 right now, when basically every player should be making that type of money, the Pittsburgh Pirates, they're combined. I don't even know what a roster is anymore. Oh, so now it's 26 now. It's 26. So it used to be 25. That's what I was going to say with the DH. So it's 26 now. 26 men, 26 players on the Pittsburgh Pirates make $30 million combined. The Baltimore Orioles, 26 guys on the team, they make $34 million. Cleveland Indians, really Cleveland? Really? That's what you're doing? $36 million. Wow. Trevor Bauer will make $40 million this year alone. He's going to make $102 million for three years. 40 this year. He's got an opt-out clause. That's what's strange about that. Normally the team will have an opt-out clause. Not Not a player like this after a year. But you know, it goes to show that the Dodgers felt that they had to do this. He rejected a one-year $18.9 million deal from the Reds. Yeah, probably a good idea to turn that down. <laughs> the Reds offered 18.9. The Dodgers offered 40. All right, uh, so as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, let's get into our props uh, right now. Our boy, Matias, uh, do you have a Mike Evans jersey or something like that? He seems to be one of your favorite players. Uh, Matthias, you're all over Mike Evans, right? You're taking him to score. You're gonna, listen, he scored the first touchdown of the game against the Green Bay Packers. You think he's going to score the first touchdown of the game against the, in the Super Bowl here? I think he has a chance, Gabe. You know, when whenever they get to the to the red zone, Brady's going to look for Mike Evans. It's going to happen at least two out of the four times if they're going to throw the ball in there. He always looks for him. And to tell you the truth, Mike Evans has carried me to a couple of fantasy championships over the last three years. And I get to watch a lot of Mike Evans, and he's always, he, you know, he's consistent. <laughs> he gets in the paint, man. He's a big target. He has great hands, and Brady's going to look for him. Doesn't matter who's on him. Yeah, no, um, I agree. I'm, I'm playing him. I'm, I'm going to play him to. Um, I'm going to play him to score a touchdown. So I'm just scrolling right now. All right, so we have longest touchdown scored. 
shortest touchdown scored. Uh, Teddy loves that shortest touchdown scored. He thinks there will be a one-yarder. We like the penalties, of course. We're going to go over them all. But a couple of a couple of interesting uh, numbers that we talked about. First score of the game, guys. So the first score of the game, as we talked about, only four times in the last 13 years has there been a touchdown to start the Super Bowl. This is the one that really sticks out, though. All right. Will the winning team uh, will the winning team score last? All right. Will the winning team score last? How about this? Twenty-two and three. Last twenty-five Super Bowls. Twenty-two and three. The team that scores last wins the Super Bowl. Interesting. Uh, interesting prop. Um, it's minus one eighty-five to the yes. Minus one eighty-five to the yes. No is plus one sixty-five. So as far as the props, we talked about Pringle. We just put Pringle in. Man, I, I like this number here with Pringle. The thing about Pringle is, guys, it's not as if though, you know what I mean? Like, we play a lot of NBA props, and we get these low numbers. And it's like, because the guy's kind of a stiff, or he's young, or he's a back. He's like a backup of a backup, but he's playing because of, you know, the rotation. And it's like, all right, we'll take a chance that the guy can get over seven points or eight points. You know, we did it tonight with Kenrich Williams. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll take a chance. We'll roll the dice. But... With Pringle, that's not the case. Pringle actually is on the field all the time, all right? The guy is literally on the field, like the most out of all their wide receivers. Doesn't mean he gets targeted the most, but he's on the field all the time, this guy. He's a responsible player, and he was targeted five times against the Buffalo Bills. That game wasn't a blowout, right? So he was targeted five times. Um, He caught three balls. He had 22 yards against the Cleveland Browns. He was targeted three times. He caught two balls for 14 yards. All right. Um, he played in the season finale against the Chargers. Mahomes did not play. Um, he had four catches on six targets for 52 yards. Um, he did not play against the Falcons. He was out against the Falcons. He played against the Raiders. Um, three catches on four targets for 17 yards. He played against the, uh, the New York Jets. Uh, three catches, four targets, 22 yards. Against the Buffalo Bills in a regular season, two catches, 46 yards. Against uh, the Raiders, the first time they played the Raiders, one catch, 23 yards. Every damn game, this dude, he's missed a lot of games, but every damn game this guy has played in, Matthias, he has gone over. Look, 22, 14, 52, 17, 22, 46, and 23. And it's seven and a half. In a game, there's going to be a million passes. When he's in for 70% of the snap counts, he's at least going to get a couple balls thrown his way. I love the seven and a half. I think that's a steal right there. And you kind of locked it in when you tell me that he has 70% snap count in there. 70% snap count is the most important thing. Yeah, it's like 69% in that range, whatever the hell it is. I can look it up and get the exact number. But yeah, he's on the field like all the time, this guy. So... um, I played Byron uh, Byron Pringle over, over, and you know what? All this talk of Pringles, I do want some Pringles now. Uh, the Pringle, the the Pringles jalapeno are pretty good. Uh, fit, so I'm going uh, Pringle over seven and a half yards. I played over. This is funny. We got one prop seven and a half yards. We got another one here, six hundred and forty-five and a half yards. Love this one. Over six hundred and forty-five and a half total passing yards in the game. They had 807 the first time that they played, and Tampa Bay didn't even do anything in the game. Tampa Bay scored uh, 14 points late, but it was a lower, you know what I mean? They only got to 51 points. Mahomes threw for 462 yards. So combined, 
combined 645 yes yes this this is this is going over brady's probably going to throw for like 340 350 and mahomes will throw for like 388 or something like that it, it you know i don't i'm not saying it, i don't even have to get to 800 right think about that this is 645 so we're, we can take off basically like 153 and a half yards of that game that was only 27 24 and still win this bet love it uh, we, we put 200 on it right now. I'd, I'd put more, but if I start putting $500 on every prop, you know what I mean? I'm going to have $15,000 on this game. Tom Brady, uh, long completion, over, 39 and a half yards. We've talked about this throughout the week. Tom Brady's uh, long completion in the football game, over, 39 and a half uh, passing yards. And um, he's 6-2 and two in the last eight games. To this number. Remember, he hit uh, he hit one to Godwin for 52, whatever it was, 51, 52. Big play to Godwin over the middle of the field against Green Bay. Uh, that was the long one there. There were not. He did not get it against the Saints or Washington, but he did in um, he did in the five last regular season games of the year. And Kansas City are vulnerable too in the secondary. You can beat them for a play or two. And maybe it'll be your boy, Mike Evans, Matthias. I, you know, I don't care who it is. <laughs> Whoever it is, just do it. Uh, I'm going with Mahomes over 39 and a half as well. The good thing about Mahomes is there's a lot of different ways they can get it. They can throw it deep and somebody's open and then boom, you hit it. They can throw a quick little, you know, 15-yard hitch and Hardman or Sammy Watkins or Tyreek Hill pop it. Hell, Travis Kelsey's good enough to pop one on his own. Or they do one of the little shovel pass things that they do sometimes to Hardman. And Hardman can pop one. There's a lot of ways that Mahomes can go over 39 and a half yards for the long passing, uh, longest completion. We're playing the over. Bring it. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge, or don't. And wish you had. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Tom. As long as you can remember. There's only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You stupid horse! I got my last ten bucks on you! No! Don't look at me! Run! No! Don't come over here! Uh, Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The countdown to the Super Bowl is on. We're breaking it down. 
We're going to be on one last time Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock Eastern with the great Scotty Farrell uh, right here on Sirius XM Channel 204, the Mightier 1090, all of our digital platforms. Big day on the grid. We'll have you covered all day long. And uh, we'll be on from 3 till 6. And, of course, we'll be on with Sports Ridge late night with all the post-game coverage and analysis and uh, hopefully celebrating and not complaining. So these are our props. Let's get down to business. Uh, Byron Pringle, over 7.5. We just told you why earlier. Um, total passing yards in a football game, over 645.5. As we stated, they put up 807, guys, in the first matchup. There's going to be a lot of throwing in this game. You can't run on Tampa. Tampa gave up 80 yards a game on the ground, all right? You can't run on Tampa. I don't think Kansas City – Kansas City are going to mix in some runs. Yeah, they'll probably run the ball 10, 12 times type thing, but – you know, it's not going to be excessive running from uh, from Kansas City. There's going to be passing yards here. Mahomes put up 462 in the first matchup. Brady put up um, 345. All right, so that was for 807. It's a big drop off here for 645. Plus, it's the Super Bowl. All right, it's the Super Bowl. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an aerial assault. Um, so we went over the 645 and a half. Uh, we talked about Tom Brady being six and two to the over. Uh, as far as long completion, over under 39 and a half. Long completion, over Tom Brady. Long completion, over Patrick Mahomes. Over 39 and a half as well. We're taking them both to go over the number. Hopefully they both do. If, if we get a split with that, that's fine. You can't win them all. Um, we move We move forward. We move on. Well, both teams have the lead in the first half. I like this one. This one we got is plus 100. So will both teams have the lead in the first half? I say yes. I say yes at plus 100 that both teams will have the lead. The Kansas City Chiefs are always trailing. All right, they're, they're always trailing in these playoff games. When do they, you know what I mean? They, they always fall behind and then they always come back. And are they only going to come back in the second half in this game? I don't know. I don't think, you know, I, I doubt the Chiefs fall behind early and I don't think... I don't think Tampa's going to be down like massively early. There could be a deficit in the game at some point for somebody, but uh, that's my whole point. That's why I say both teams are going to have the lead in the first half. You know, the way I see it is someone goes down the field, kicks a field goal, and um, we're going to play that prop as well. First score of the game, not to be a touchdown. You can go like safety or any other, or you could play like two-way or three-way. The old uh, three-way Asian uh, Asian special, <laughs> the Asian handicap. But uh, I, you know, I'm going to play the field goal at plus 170 to start the game, and then after, I just hope that the other team scores a touchdown. Pretty simple. I'm not asking for a lot. I, you know, I'm surprised nobody likes this prop either. Everyone that I bring it up to, sort of, oh, I don't know, and oh, they had they hem and haw and stuff. You think of me on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, basically about nine minutes into this football game when the one somebody kicked a field goal and the other team scores a touchdown and then suddenly it's like oh wow both teams have already had the lead huh yes yeah that's a winner yeah but uh, we'll see all right i put my money where my mouth is i put 100 bucks on this like i said i can't put 500 on every one of these props i've already got 13 of them i've already got 13 of them and there's more to come guys i've got a ton of plays i haven't even put in yet so these are the ones I'm sharing with you what I put in so far. Will there be a two-point conversion attempt? Yes. Yes. Plus 110. Will there be a, a two-point conversion attempt? You can get plus 250 
if you think that they're going to convert it. All right, so I don't want to play around with will they convert it, even though I kind of generally think they will convert it. Uh, for the record, both teams don't go for it very often. During the regular season, both teams only went for it twice. Okay? and uh, But in the playoffs, they both have. So they both have once. So it seems like um, it seems... Like, there's, it's at some point in a high-scoring football game that the math will add up, that somebody's going to go for two, or one of these guys will miss the extra point. The miss the extra point prop is a nice one, but not everybody can play that. It's kind of an isolated one. It's not a common prop that's everywhere. But, you know, if you think they're going to miss an extra point, it's plus 250. But I do think there'll be a two-point conversion attempt uh, in the game. Uh, total sacks over three and a half. It's kind of, you know, we don't really need to explain this one too much. We, it's kind of, you know, known. Obviously, Tampa's got a great defensive line. They sacked Aaron Rodgers five times. It's not just during the, uh, it wasn't just, you know, that game. They actually get pressure on the quarterback 27% of the time, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Steve Merrill brought it up earlier. He likes the over sacks. And as he stated, there were three sacks in the game when they played in week 12. But Tampa's line is healthier now. And Kansas City's offensive line is unhealthier now. That's an aspect that can't be uh, forgotten and not uh, brought up. And there were 22 hurries in that game. If there was just one more, you know what I mean? There'll probably be five sacks in this game. I'd say there'll be five. Because I know a lot of number of people are playing at four. Uh, We got three at minus 163, uh, three and a half at minus 163. So we're going over the number there. Total touchdown passes. Total touchdown passes. You guys get the theme here. If these quarterbacks uh, you know, perform poorly, I'm in a lot of trouble. So um, total touchdown passes over four and a half. For the record, there were six. There were six touchdown passes when they played earlier this year. Um, and, you know, it just because, and as I stated, you know, before, just because there was, you know, not all these stats are going to match each other, right? It's not that simple. Well, that's what happened in the first time that they played each other, right? Tyree Kill had 269 yards the first time they played. That's not going to happen. And he could have a massive game still, but I doubt that, you know, that that's going to happen. But, you know, other guys can step up, don't forget. Other guys can step up and have big games. I do believe, listen, I'm not telling you this game's going to get into the 70s. All right? I do think it'll get there over the number, Barely. I said it before, and you know, I'm gonna have my final thoughts on this on Sunday on the pregame show, but I sort of get the feeling that it's gonna be a close game for a while. Kansas City will pull away in like the third, late to third quarter, early fourth quarter. You know what I mean? It'll be like 27-21 or something for Kansas City, or 28-21, or 27-26-20 for Kansas City, whatever, in the, in late in the third. Boom, KC scores again. They're up by 13. And then, you know, Tampa scores late. Tampa scores again, like the backdoor, not the, even the backdoor cover, but for the over. I sort of see, you know, that's sort of the thing that's coming together for me, that it's going to be like 34-21, with like seven or eight minutes left in the game. People are going to be sweating out the total. Oh, my God, is it going to go over or under? And then, boom, Brady will throw a touchdown pass. They'll cut the lead to six or seven or whatever, and there'll be a little drama with four or five minutes left in the game. 
That's 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 what I'm looking at right now. That's sort of what I feel. Sort of what I feel uh, right now. So we talked about the two-point conversion attempt. Uh, eight of the last 11 Super Bowls, there has been a two-point uh, conversion attempt. Uh, just for the record. So another prop that I played. Highest scoring half, second half. I think it'll start off a little slower, and then it's going to open up and progress as the game goes on. Uh, somebody that's going to be betting the over, I don't want it to be too low scoring in the first in the first half because I'm going to get worried. But... I'm going to be betting more points in the second half. This is something that I bet pretty much every year in the Super Bowl. For the last five Super Bowls, there's been more scoring in the second half. All right? And in fact, it's been four in a row. The last Super Bowl that uh, there was more points in the first half than the second half was when the uh, Denver Broncos beat the Carolina Panthers. That was 2015. The slash, uh, you know, whatever the season, you know. It was a little while ago. Six Super Bowls ago. So, um, one thing I'll tell you, though. The cons about this, Kansas City are ranked third in the NFL with 15.7 first-half points per game. The Bucks are actually fourth with 15. So, they both average 15 points uh, a half in the first half. That's what they average. All right? Tampa Bay, though, are second in the NFL with 15.1 second-half points. Kansas City are ranked sixth because Kansas City generally have a lead. Right? So Tampa, Tampa are good from playing from behind, and that's where Brady's going to rack up all those yards and, and completions and stuff like that. I'd go over the number with the completion is as well, but I haven't put that in yet. I'm just giving you a little background here. A lot of people fire off the props. I'm giving you the reasons why. We're going to go under penalties in this game. We've talked about it a lot over the last couple of days, but the penalties have been way down in the National Football League. Um, I read that uh, through 2015 and 2019, there were 13.5 penalties per game. All right. Um, this year, there were 11.24 penalties per game. So a difference of 2.25. In the postseason, there's been 8.17 penalties per game. And we've seen, guys, they've been beating the hell out of each other. They, the, the referees have been very reluctant to call uh, flags. Uh, we should note, for the record, there was actually 18 freaking penalties when they played. That's a lot of penalties, man. As somebody that bets the penalty prop a lot, that's a lot of penalties. That they had 18 penalties in the first game that they had. <laughs> that's like, it's a penalty fest. But I'm still going under the number. We're going under the number penalties, under 11 and a half. been a hell of a ride the last couple of weeks breaking down uh, this game you know the super bowl part of it is cool but for us it's like how are we gonna do you know we put a lot of work in hopefully uh, it uh, pays dividends bring it to be honest we should come with a warning label caution 24-hour sports talk may cause mild addiction get on the grid this is the sports grid radio network SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sports. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Grid.com. 
It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. I don't know if that's the right promo to play. Uh, I'm coming back with our bets. <laughs> our Super Bowl prop. Our Super Bowl prop bets. That's the dumbest bet ever. Yeah, yeah. Suck it. Suck it, Francesca. Suck it, all right? Um, we're, taking, we're taking over three and a half sacks anyways, despite what you think, Mike. Um, a great clip, though. <laughs> great clip. People rip on Mike Francesca. It's like, hey, well, you're not in the movie. He is. So, yeah, we're going over the number three and a half sacks. As we talked about, we'll blast through them all. Um, but we'll continue to go uh, down the uh, down the props that we played. So, we talked about total touchdown passes over four and a half. Um, there were six touchdown passes when they played earlier this year. But I'm not – we can't just compare what happened in that game. Right? I mean, you know, every game is different. But when we talk about the quarterback, um, the you know, guys – are you really so four and a half touchdown passes? The total is 55 and a half. So 56, call 56. Um, so eight touchdowns with extra points. Eight touchdowns. So you think that there's going to be, let's say there's eight touchdowns. <clears throat> you think there's going to be four touchdowns passing and four touchdowns rushing? There's the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game in the game against the youngest, greatest quarterback ever to play the game. Oh, yeah, there's going to be six rushing touchdowns and only two passing touchdowns, right? Come on. They had six touchdowns, six passing touchdowns in the game when they played in week 12. Uh, the total is four and a half in this game. It's minus 150. Brady's thrown for two or more touchdown passes in 10 straight games. Brady's thrown for seven touchdown passes in three playoff games. Three versus the Packers, two versus the Saints, two versus Washington. Uh, Brady and Mahomes both threw three touchdowns in week six. Mahomes had three touchdown passes versus the Bills, and they didn't even try to score in the fourth quarter. He got hurt versus Cleveland. He's got 42 on the season. There's 42 touchdown passes. <clears throat> oh, yeah, wait, the Sunday's going to throw one touchdown pass in the Super Bowl? Oh, come on, man. You got two, two of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play going head-to-head in the Super Bowl. All right? There's, you know, these guys are both going over two and a half. I'll tell you that right now. They're both going over two and a half as well. You can play it individually if you want. I can live with it. I saw the four and a half. And then what I like about the combined props, like, look, I like both quarterbacks to go over their passing yard number. But combined at 645, you know, let's say one guy goes off for like 420 and the other guy's got 280. We get there. Right. And it's like, oh, we, we didn't hit with him. But we you know, he, he threw for 439. Dude, Tom Brady threw for 505 yards in the Super Bowl against the Eagles that they lost it. It's the Super Bowl. All right? Yeah, there was that one Super Bowl with Goff and with Brady. 13-3. That, you know, other than that, and, and the one with Cam Newton and, and, um, and Peyton Manning. And we just talked about it. That's the last time there was more points in the first half than the second half of a, of a Super Bowl. So we, we talk about the sacks. Tampa's a sacking machine. Generate the third highest pressure rate in the NFL, 27%. Six highest sack rate. And don't forget, they're actually healthier now than they were most of the year on the line. Buccaneers have seven sacks in three playoff games. They didn't get to uh, Drew Brees. They did have two sacks against Washington. There were only three sacks in the football game in week six, but as we talked about, there were 22 hurries. 
Uh, Kansas City. This is everyone talks about this sack prop too. Uh, from old Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Kansas City sacked uh, Josh Allen four freaking times. Josh Allen was running for his life. And I know there's some sack props out there, Matthias. And there's going to be sacks in this game. I'm telling you, Chris Jones. Chris Jones is going to get to Brady. Jason Pierre-Paul is going to get to. Um, he's going to get to Mahomes, and uh, you know Barrett's going to get to him as well. No, I completely agree with you. I think this game's going to have a lot of fun sacks, both both sides of the ball. The thing with Kansas City that scares a lot of betters away, I'm sure, is how many sacks they had in the regular season. In the regular season, Kansas City was not able to get to the quarterback. They might have scared the quarterback, but they won't, they weren't able to bring him down. So we've seen like a brand new defensive line type pressure with the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. And I'm going to ride that wave along with you. I'm definitely playing Chris Jones up the middle against Tom Brady. And I'm going to smash Shaquille Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to have a fun time with sacks this weekend, Gabe. We talked about uh, Brady over 39 and a half passing yards, longest completion, six and two in the last eight games, including uh, the NFC Conference Championship game against uh, Green Bay. Uh, Mahomes. So Mahomes is also 39 and a half. And how about this? Mahomes attempted 69 passes of 20 yards or more, the sixth most in the National Football League. And he didn't even play in one of the games. And it was still sixth most uh, in the NHL, in the NFL. And don't forget, he does a lot of the dump-offs that can turn into big plays with these speed uh, demons uh, that the uh, the Chiefs have. In Week 12, Mahomes had a 75-yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill, and he also had a 44-yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah, in the first quarter. That was the first quarter uh, of that game. And how about this as well? Tampa Bay, for the record, uh, both New Orleans and Green Bay both completed passes of 39 yards or more against Tampa. All right, so we've got Brady over 39 and a half long completion, and we've got, uh, uh, we've got uh, I nearly said Aaron Rodgers because I just talked about Green Bay, but we've got Mahomes and Brady both over 39 and a half uh, yards. A couple of player props. We're playing Tyreek Hill over 91 and a half. You know, listen, yeah, they're going to game plan to try to slow him down a bit, but whatever. Every team tries to game plan every week to try to slow him down. It's not like it's new. You don't think they tried to stop him the last time they played? So, and if they overemphasize Tyreek Hill, everyone else is just going to kill them. So they're going to have to like pick their poison and deal with it. And Tyreek Hill, 91 and a half yards. I got it at. It's up to 93 and a half now. I got it at 90. We told you about it earlier in the week. We're playing it. We didn't play his receptions yet. You know, I, I you know, whatever. We played the yards. We, you know, we like the yards one. We also played Travis Kelsey over 97 and a half. That's down to 96 and a half. We lost the yard on that. I'm thinking though. I'm going to add Kelsey receptions over seven and a half to this. I, I'm going to stay away from Hill, six and a half uh, receptions. I'm going to play his yard prop. I'm going to play Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown as well. I'm going to play Travis Kelsey, yards, receptions, and touchdown. Yards, receptions, and touchdown. Kelsey's just a machine. 13 receptions for 118 yards and two touchdowns against the Bills. Eight catches for 109 yards against the Browns, even though Mahomes was out. Had eight catches for 82 yards in a, in a regular season matchup against the Bucs. So they contained him yardage-wise, but he still had eight catches. Last year in the Super Bowl, he had six catches for 43 yards only. But he caught a touchdown. He did. One of them was a touchdown. Cameron Brait. I know there's talk about Brait. Brait will be fine. Uh, over, under, Brait, two and a half receptions. We're going over. Uh, Brait has 11 catches uh, right now in the three playoff games. Been targeted 16 times. Gronk is more of a blocking tight end right now, even though I think Gronk can make a play or two. But we like Cameron Brait. Over two and a half receptions. Chris Godwin. 
This is the guy here. So we're going to play Mike Evans. We're going to play Mike Evans to score a touchdown. That's plus money. So we're going to play Mike Evans to score a touchdown. But I like Chris Godwin over five and a half receptions and his receiving yard prop. And, you know, and was it 73 and a half. So over five and a half, over 73 and a half for Godwin. We talked about it uh, the other night. It's interesting when you look at the numbers of the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. And Godwin's down to 72 and a half now, even better. Um, Godwin accounted for 23% of all uh, receiving yards during the regular season for Tampa. In the playoffs, it's up to like nearly 26%. It's like 25.9% or so. All right. So he accounts for like, you know, 25% of all of Brady's passing yards. Brady's passing prop is like 308 yards right now. You know, what's 25% of that? Well, that's um, 77 77.5, 77.25, 77.25, 77.5 yards. So 72 and a half yards. Evans will be the guy. He'll score a touchdown, but... I'm telling you, Godwin's going to be the guy going over the middle of the field, catching all these balls as Tampa's trying to come back in this game, racking up the receptions and the yards, making himself a fat contract as he's a free agent as well. All right? And and not to mention, not to mention, guys, that the, um, the slot, the tight end, the Kansas City Chiefs are vulnerable to the tight end. They gave up 10 touchdowns to the tight end position this year, 900, uh, nearly 1,000 yards receiving. They gave up a touchdown to Dawson Knox in the Bills' tight end position. Kelsey's going to score a touchdown. But they're also vulnerable in the slot. They're also vulnerable in the slot. Cole Beasley had a big day against these guys, racked it up. Godwin's going to be open in the slot and over the middle of the field. And Brady's going to find him. Over five and a half Chris Godwin receptions. Over Chris Godwin, 72 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Matthias, you're looking at Sammy Watkins receptions, yet not to the over, to the under. And I'm intrigued. Talk to me about this. I like Sammy Watkins going under the four. You know, when you look at all the weapons that the Kansas City Chiefs have, there's a lot of mouths to feed. And in this case, does Sammy Watkins get four? I'm going to go with three. The only thing that scares me away from that is how healthy is Watkins. Because at the end of the regular season, out of the last – well, he, he was inactive for week 17. But out of his last five games, he got four He got four, He got got four. four receptions uh, in, four, in three out of the last five games that he actually played in in the regular season. So there is a chance that he goes over that number. But the Tampa Bay defense – who knows, man? I'm going to go under with Sammy Watkins. That's for sure. I just don't think he's reliable enough to get those four. Seeing Antonio Brown at three and a half receptions, minus 150 to the over. You know, I think what Tony Finn brought up a good point as far as Antonio Brown maybe getting on the field and not being as healthy, right? You know he's going to play no matter what. He's going to get out there, but how, how much of an impact is he going to have? Mike Evans is four and a half. I'm playing him to score a touchdown. I'm staying away from his yards. I'm staying away from, uh, from the receptions, although I'm starting to think about the receptions here at four and a half. It's the last game of the year, Matthias. He's been injured all year. He sucked it up. I've gained a lot of respect for him this year for him playing through the pain that he has all week, uh, every week. And you know, we talked to Dr. Chow about it, and Chow's like, you know, this guy's tough as hell, man, that he's out there, but he's nowhere near to 100%. But it's the last game of the year. And the needles are going to be out. It's going to, like I said, man, it's going to be like backstage at a Courtney Love uh, concert. And there's going to be a lot of needles out. And everyone's going to get shot up. No one's going to feel a damn thing. It's the Super Bowl. Guys are all willing to lose limbs to win this game. 
So it'll be interesting to see. You know, I imagine Evans. Has Watkins even has Watkins played in the last two games for the Chiefs? Because he doesn't have a reception in those games. He hasn't had a reception in the playoffs. Yeah, Watkins was um, no, no, no. He didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't. Uh, that's why <laughs> he didn't. He was hurt. Um, um, so uh, I listen. I can live with it. I'm seeing three and a half. I don't think Watkins gonna have a big day either. I think they'll hit him a couple of times. But it's a little light for me. But what about Mike Evans? You think he's going to get you? I know you're a big Mike Evans fan. So are you playing all Evans props, receptions over, receiving yards over, and, and him to score yards. a touchdown? I'm playing receiving yards, and I'm playing touchdowns. I'm thinking he's going to get the ball at least five to six times. You know he's going to get at least ten targets. It's the Super Bowl. I'm playing big-time players in the Super Bowl. This is, a, this is a time, man. If you're going to gamble on any of these big-time players, gamble on them now. You know, gamble on Frank Clark to get a sack. Gamble on Mike Evans to catch a touchdown. Gamble on Antonio Brown to catch a touchdown, too. These are the moments that these guys live for. You know what I mean? These guys are sent from God. Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. These guys are stars. Tyreek Hill. This is it. I'll tell you what. I don't think Sammy Watkins is going to have 37 and a half yards. I don't think he gets the 38. I, you know what? Like, it wouldn't listen. I think he'll make some plays. You know what I mean? He'll make a couple of catches. He'll bail them out. He's good on like third down and stuff. He's come up with some big catches for them because he's not, you know what I mean? They got to worry about Hill. They got to worry about Kelsey. They're worried about Hardman and then boom, Watkins is wide open. But I'll go under 37 and a half for Watkins. Live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. This is the SportsGrid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com SportsGrid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Three-minute warning, level three. I got to tell you, it doesn't feel like uh, it's already the end of this program. Quick as 180 minutes of sports talk radio. We're going to have another 180 for you leading into the big game on Sunday. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Uh, me and Scotty Farrell live at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock Eastern time right here. Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks, the Mightier 1090, and uh, all of our radio affiliates. Now, I'm sure some of our affiliates will be airing the actual game, and uh, maybe some of the local affiliates have different programming, but we will be kicking it uh, live Sunday afternoon. We're going to recap all the props uh, that we played. We're going to have some more talking about Chris Goff. I got so many over props. I do like that Sammy Watkins under 37 and a half yards. Because I think I can totally listen, the three and a half reception scares me. Right? Like Watkins is a good player, but 
as far as the yards, I could see Watkins like with four catches and 28 yards. You know what I mean? Like, is Watkins going to make a massive play? Thing is, Watkins is fast too still, guys. Watkins is good. Watkins is just not a number one guy, and he's sort of just sort of, you know, he's, he's comfortable in this nest there that they have. Yet, Watkins does make plays for them. So you can't underestimate him. But at the same point in time, you know, as any fantasy football player knows that's drafted this guy in leagues, do you really want to trust him? <laughs> do you really? Are you going to be like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to get 38 yards? Yeah, he screwed me for years. Trust me, bro, being a Bills fan. Him and C.J. Spiller. Thanks, Clemson. Um, as far as the game, uh, but I'm going to go under the 37 and a half. As far as the game, I'm going to have my final score. I'll give you a final score prediction on Sunday. What's your final score prediction? Quick here, Matthias. 34-29 Chiefs. Right, so, all right, that's, that's a reasonable score. I've got, I keep, like I said, is it going to be 34-20 and then the, the Bucks score a touchdown to make it 34-27? I'm sitting on 34-28 right now. 34-28. Tampa's going to be uh, down. They're going to score a late touchdown to push the game over the number. We'll see you Sunday at 3. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.